I started looking through stuff on Friday. Okay, I get alerts on my phone all the time. Obviously, you figure that out. And I'm always reading and researching about what is of interest for you and me and our kids and our family. And I am always amazed at the amount of recalls, and especially in the past seven days. The list grows longer and longer. Teresa Murray is our person that we call our consumer watchdog. She's with the U.S. Public Interest Research Group. And Teresa, from the time we talked last week to today, which is just a matter of five or six days, they've just been rolling in. And one is it about, one's from Gerber. That is a name we've trusted forever. Yeah, well, I mean, the common theme here is a lot of these are brands that we trust, whether we're talking about food or products. And honestly, I mean, I just have to say something. I'm just about to the point of encouraging folks to make make it part of their daily routine to check for recalls, preferably once a day, but certainly once a week. You know, it's cpsc.gov, it's FDA, it's USDA. And honestly, I mean, you've got like a half a dozen recalls a week for food and a half a dozen for products. And, I mean, here's the thing, Lisa. You check the weather every morning. You check your email, your social media. People should try to check for recalls. And I I know you guys do a great job of alerting people to recalls, but not everybody in the whole country follows WGN. So, exactly. Okay, I'm done now. <laughs> no, I, I get it. And, and that's it's always been of interest to me because there have been a few times in my life where I've become very, very ill and it was traced back to something I consumed at a restaurant or in a catering situation. And I thought, I wonder how many other people got sick and just didn't get as sick as I did and ended up in the hospital. And you just don't know. Oh, yeah. So um, it's, it really becomes kind of frustrating because the information really doesn't get out out there and you kind of just blow it off and go, oh, I must just have a little stu- little bug or something like that. So let's run down the recalls for the past three or four days. Gerber is one of them. Okay. What, sh- what should people watch out for? Yeah, Gerber's one. Now, this involves, uh, of course, infant formula again, and it's uh, something called their Gerber Good Start Soothe Pro, and they are concerned that it may be contaminated with bacteria. This is according to the FDA. Now, this is powdered uh, infant formula. And then, you know, the good news is there's no one has gotten sick yet. So, but if anybody uses powdered Gerber baby formula, they should definitely uh, look it up and make sure that they are not continuing to use what's been recalled. There's another product, Artificial Tears. I've had family members that have used it for years, and they found bacteria. They recalled the eye drops. It's been linked to causes of vision loss, surgical removal of eyeballs. I don't ever want that on list of the list of things that I need to have done. And that's due to the eye drops? Yeah. Um, yeah two of the recalls that we were going to talk about, it, there's a word that you don't want to hear like rare and never heard of before. So with the eye drops, it's this rare strain of bacteria that's been found in these eye drops that um, are under the brand names of EzraCare and Delsom Pharma. They're distributed by Global Pharma, and there's some kind of nasty bacteria, and they're causing um, dozens, there's about 68 infections that have been traced to this, and permanent blindness, as you said, like surgical removal of the eyeballs, presumably because of infection. There's been one death from a bloodstream infection, and other people are getting infections of the cornea, um, urinary tract, respiratory infections. Uh, it's, it's nasty stuff. And, you know, it seems like the CDC has not quite gotten a handle on this yet because it just seems like it's, you know, it's getting worse. So yeah. I suspect that, as we have talked about, there will be more cases that will come out, particularly now that people know about them. It's like, oh, dude, 
I had like, you yeah. know, this nasty eye infection last week. And oh, wow, now I know why. Right. And that's what I was trying to get across is you just because they've recalled it, because a certain amount of people have complained, there are probably three times as many people who didn't realize that it didn't come you know, from something else. They're like, oh, I do use those eye drops. Okay, Teresa Marie is with us, our consumer watchdog with the U.S. Public Interest Research Group. Frozen organic strawberries, they're recalled over a possible link to hepatitis? Yeah, um, I mean, this is scary. This is hepatitis A, and this has been a long time. The um, the FDA had recalled these in February, and then, like, with a lot of things, they do more research, more people report things, and it's the... Frozen strawberries under the brands of Simply Nature, Vital Choice, Kirkland Signature, PCC Community Markets, and Trader Joe's. Now, um, the good news is is it seems like this has been mostly out west so far, Um, but these are sold at Costco, Aldi, and some other other, And Trader uh, Joe's, yeah. I mean, those are big stores. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And and the the thing here is, you know, they tracked it from people who had gotten sick like late last year. So to your point, people get sick and it's not until the CDC is able to kind of piece together a lot of information that they realize that what, what the actual cause is. Does and this have to do with the, the people, FDA? Are, are they are they actually, you know, getting into all of these factories they need to be into to make sure that protocol is being followed are we are we falling down is that where we're falling down or what 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 is leading to this many recalls when it comes to our food products yeah i think it's a combination i think a lot of it was fueled by staffing shortages during covid also some shortages of equipment and um and then of course when you have staffing shortages it's both at the company level the ones that are supposed to be testing their products before they get put on the grocery shelves thank you and also with the regulators, uh, you know, the FDA and the CDC. And they just, in some cases, don't have uh, the staffing to go out and, and proactively take care of some of this stuff. I really do love the person who's positive, because usually I'm the most po- per- positive person in the room. But this person said, I'm glad we live in a country with pretty active regulatory agencies with requirements for recalls. And there is definitely truth to that. Something else on the recall list this week is Sunbeam. They're recalling 4,300, make that 43,000 electric blankets. Yeah, yeah. And of course, Sunbeam's one of those other, you know, brands that we know and trust. Uh, 43,000 uh, electric queen size blankets. Now it's 43,000 in the United States, Lisa, and it's another 15,000 in Canada. Um, and these were sold through Amazon and a whole bunch of different retailers. And, you know, you get an electric blanket. I know my husband has one. You get an electric blanket blanket because you want to stay warm. Well, you'll get really warm because they've had 13 reports of blankets overheating, but thankfully no injuries. Excellent. Now, here's here's what I'll give them credit for. Because some of these products that get recalled, they make it a real pain in the butt for you to get your money back. And Sunbeam is saying all they're asking you to do is to cut the power cord mark an X on the, the label of it, and then send some Sunbeam a photo of the blanket that you just destroyed, and you'll get your money back. That makes a big difference. Make it easier. People will participate. Teresa Murray is our consumer watchdog. Uh, she's going to give me those websites again, and I'll share them with you after Steve's news.